Jalen in the San Francisco Bay Area. Jalen's in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh. This- stop, stop, stop. stop. <laughs> Ow! Uh, that, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. I uh, went there, motherfucker. Hey, hey Joey. Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, hey Joey. Joey. Hi, Mike. <laughs> no one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, and that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another, and we catch up. That's right, Mike Lawson. Back to the grindstone. (laughs) How are you? How's everything going? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. What's what's going on in L.A. in your life and magic? Any magic stories to tell us about? I never have any magic stories. Never. No. Never. Have I ever had an actual magic story about doing magic or anything? There's one story you told. I don't know if you told it on the podcast. I actually tell people it a lot. How you like spoke at an elementary school and did magic and like one kid stood up and he's like, I can do a magic trick. And then you think he was trying to do the magic trick where it, like it looks like your thumb is coming apart. Uh huh. But instead, he did like the OK symbol and just started putting his index his oh, index finger yeah, yeah. through it. I, I think we did. Yeah, we we did talk about the story on the show. I went to go visit Richard at his school. Yeah. And my ward Jose. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, my ward Jose uh, listens to the show now. He was. Oh, hey, Jose. He wasn't a regular listener, and before he was a listener, he couldn't care less whether he was on the show. But now, uh. Last week, he called me uh, after he listened to the show, and he was like, why didn't you mention that we went to the where they put the mural for Foster the People? Last Monday, uh, this is not my story, but Jose and I were driving around, and basically there was this controversy. You know the band Foster the People that has that, like, um, the... Pumped up, kicks better run. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. They put some dumb mural up in L.A., and uh, L.A. was like, we're, we're going to tear it down. They're like, no. And then, like, they're like, okay, we won't. And then they had a party. And Jose and I, we were driving by. And then Jose was like, well, let's, we were like, let's stop and, and see what's going on. Um, I was the oldest person by 20 years. They were all, Jose was the second oldest person by 20 years. And Jose's 20. Like, they, were all, <laughs> they were all, like, 13 and I don't know. Finally, people showed up with their parents. I was like, oh, thank God. It was horrible. So you were the age of the parents, though? No, the, maybe it was their grandparents. I don't know. They were they were older than I was, and I was happy. Anyway, that's not what, that's not what we're here to talk about today. What we're here to talk about is what I did in the past week. And I, over the weekend, I went with um, some friends, Brenda and Dan. And, of course... Uh, my cousin Richard, if, if, for those of you who are new to the show, I have a gay cousin. Uh, he's a week younger than me, and he's gay. His name's Richard. Did he complain about parking, or did he complain about no, being there too long? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. No complaints. And this is my theory. This is my theory. I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday. Richard is, and his whole uh, immediate family is like this, is a planner. 
right? Oh, he obsesses on detail. Like I do too, but he's like 10 times worse than me mm-hmm. because he is a pl- like I plan a few weeks ahead. He's planning like months ahead. So he went on this two week trip and I think he was just anxious for months about the details of going on this trip. Okay. Because now he was totally mellow and chill and like what are we, whatever, you know? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's back from that trip. Anyway, we went to this uh, really um, highly regarded Chinese restaurant in Alhambra, California called Chengdu Taste. Okay? Okay. It's authentic Sichuan food. But this Sounds is good. not a restaurant review show, even though there's going to be a little bit of that in here because it's necessary to the story. So, but it's super popular. One of the things everyone knows is that there is a long line all the time. In fact, um, loyal listener to the show, Nico Martinez, messaged me privately because he lives by the restaurant. And he and John Marti, his husband now, mm-hmm. and he was like, is that the restaurant with the long lines? Yes, Nico Martinez. It is the restaurant with the long lines. So they opened at 11. So some advice was to get there right when it, you know, maybe before it opened. Yeah. So Richard and I show up at 1030. Mike, there's the restaurant opens at 11. We show up at 1030. There's no one on the street. Like, I, the whole street's empty. Like, they're going to do street cleaning. There's no one in front of the restaurant. Like, the restaurant's, like, basically locked once it's closed. Yeah. Well, they're closed. It's 1030. Yeah. So, I thought, well, let's go get a coffee. There's a Starbucks, like, at the end of the block. Yeah. Walk into the Starbucks. Not particularly crowded. Order my drink. Get the drink. I get a text from Brenda. Where are you? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I'm like, oh, we're at the Starbucks. I'm getting back. She goes, I put her name in. I go back. The street is packed with cars. <laughs> and there's a long-ass line in front of the restaurant. Uh-huh. It just appeared. I don't really believe you. I feel like this is a Joe Batanz exaggeration. No, not an exaggeration. I don't believe that there were, like, tumbleweeds blowing past it like you want us to believe before. There were. I believe that it was empty, but I don't believe that it was, like, not even a car or anything. Not one car. Not one car. So, okay. anyway, but luckily, because the restaurant, you know, the, the restaurant has seating, so we got in, you know, first seating. Okay? Cool. We, didn't, we didn't really wait in line. As soon as it opened at 11, we sat down. Now, one of the things that authentic Szechuan cooking is known for is um, the spice. But it's yeah. a different kind spicy, of... spicy, spicy. Yeah, but it's a different kind of spice than we're used to. Because we, our spice, like Mexican spice or Western spice, not Szechuan, is known for its heat. Okay? There's, and they said this, and it's actually called like numb taste wonton and numb taste this. It numbs you. So we got these garlic noodles. It was like, they had nummy, the numbing, the Szechuan uh, peppercorn. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, this is good. This is really interesting. Uh, oh, it's a little numbing. We were all like, ooh, ooh, ooh you know, like dumbass <laughs> white people. Well, not white, but, you know, non-Asian. Yeah. And then we kept eating. I couldn't feel, <laughs> I couldn't feel my mouth. Uh-huh. And, like, I couldn't. I'm all, am I drinking water? I can't tell if I'm drinking water. And the water tasted gross. Like, it tasted, like, super fluoridey all of a sudden. So, I don't know. I wouldn't know if I recommend the numbing part. Because at least with when you have the heat chili, you, you can take water. Water doesn't taste gross. The, the water right. tasted gross. I had to wait till it went away so I could actually eat the food. I couldn't taste the food. It, it is different. I think um, – so we do um, – we've had a few times here at the house hot pot, which is um, Sichuan. And then they 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 do a lot of, like, water-cooked dishes, which is an interesting, like, approach that um, – I don't know, is it like cooking meat in water? But then 
probably most famously for an American is Kung Pao Chicken, which is uh, mm-hmm. Szechuan. Yeah, dish. it is. Um, and that's that spicy isn't crazy no, yeah. spicy. Normally. Yeah, they have they have actual real heat spice too. Yeah, it's not that bad. Okay, so then we're done with lunch, right? And we are by. I take Richard back to East LA, right? And there's a really famous East LA hardware store by Richard. And Richard has a t-shirt from there, and my dad saw it and really wanted one. So like, I was like, you know, I'm going to go buy him a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So I go to the hardware store, I buy him a t-shirt. And then I see it. there's a, a, a guy, I'm sure they have him in San Francisco, too. You know, they sell, like, the chopped up fruit, and they put the lime the, and the lime juice and the salt and the chili. Yeah, like in a cart? Like, he yeah. walks around and does it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling that. I kind of want that, right? So I walk across the street to that guy in the cart, right? Mike, so, I didn't know this when I saw the cart, so fucking hot, so cute, this guy. He's probably like in his mid-20s. Yeah. So I get all flirty. I know. Joe could care less about a person or what they're doing, but then, like, all of a sudden he sees they're hot, and he was like, oh, where's your family from? Yeah, Mike, Uh, Mike, yes, I was asking him all these questions, like, oh, so is this, like, a family business, and do you guys rent, (laughs) do you you rent it out for parties, and where's this fruit come from? Do you guys buy it in bulk? Is it, like, a... Yeah, all of a sudden... the stupidest details, you suddenly care about everything. All of a sudden, I'm Terry Gross, (laughs) you know? Uh Uh-huh. And so, but you know what, I'm gonna tell you something, he was giving it back. There was that, that. There was that. Yes, there was that. Uh, that like you know that it's actually a wonderful, wonderful part about being gay, but that and you know what I'm talking about. But like that, like you're having a normal conversation, but the subtext is just thick. You know, it's just talking about chopping fruit, and he's like, "I'm all like, oh, so you good at chopping that fruit, huh?" He's like, "Yeah, I like chopping this fruit." What about you? <laughs> you know, like that. You know that kind of no. conversation. No. No? I've oh, never had a conversation of, like one that. One of the hottest things I've ever seen in my entire life was I was at this coffee house in Hollywood with um, my friend Melissa McQueen, hilarious comedian. And we were standing there we waiting for our coffee. And this guy came out of the bathroom, hot guy. And the guy working at the coffee house was hot. And the hot guy came out of the bathroom, goes to the, so we'll call him coffee guy, Okay. Goes up to him and goes, uh, yeah, hey, I found this wallet in the bathroom. And then the guy's like, yeah, okay. He's like, thought you might want to give it to somebody who lost it. He's like, yeah, I'm sure going to give it to them when they come looking for it. He's like, yeah. And like Melissa and I were like, what the? They're going to fuck right now in front of everybody. <laughs> like they, were, they, like, they were like locked eyes and shit like that. And he's like, yeah, so uh, you live around here? Then it went to basic flirting. Yeah. So let me tell you this. So this this fruit guy, it was it was the same thing, right? He's like, oh, yeah. You like this big cucumber I'm going to chop up? Like that kind of shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, I just this- had a text conversation that was very similar to that, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Mike, I'm like, okay, this is fucking going down, right? He's like, you want the $5 bag or the $7 bag? I'm like, I'll take the $5 bag. <laughs> then all of a sudden... I hear, I hear, Doi! Doi! <laughs> Is it your dad? My parents you, are, are in East LA. Wait, you just randomly run into your parents? Ran, randomly run into my parents? And for those of you who don't know that... Yeah. For those of you who don't know, my parents live about 30 miles from East LA and never go there. 
Ever. They never go Well, there. and also, like, it's just a big place. It's not like, oh, you were at, I don't know, a destination that they frequent or anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my mom and dad come strolling up to the fruit guy. What are you doing? You buying fruit here? Are you still eh? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, who's this guy? Why are you talking? I was, Mike, I was standing behind the cart with him. Okay. Like, standing next to him behind the cart. Rubbing like, oh, his shoulders. Yeah, like, let me see you chop that fruit. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Put that lime juice and the salt on it. Yeah. And there's nothing that kills a boner quicker than our parents. Yeah. You're like, oh, what fruit did you get? The mango and the cucumber? And, and you're the- like, Dad, don't touch his fruit. Don't touch it. Dad, guys, guys, <laughs> you're embarrassing me, okay? You're embarrassing me. Get away. I'm like, okay, well, we just came here to go to this hardware store. We're going to get this screen window fixed. Cause they went all the way to East LA. Yeah, because, because, Mike, I'm not even joking. They're actually right about this because they got one recently fixed. Mm-hmm. You go to Lowe's to get a screen window fixed. It's like $60 or something like that. It's like mm-hmm. 7 Okay. In East and LA. And you get a t-shirt. Did he get a t-shirt for him? I, I, gave, I gave him his t-shirt. I'm like, oh, I got this for you. Oh, look at this t-shirt. But, oh, by the way, the t-shirt was awful, that whole experience. Because I go in there, and I go, uh, my cousin has a t-shirt from here, and uh, I wanted to get one. And they're like, mm, all we have is extra large left. <laughs> and I go, okay. My dad doesn't, my dad's, that's fine for my dad. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, that's all we have left extra large and i was like okay but you know they were saying like it's not gonna fit you you fat fuck it's horrible i was like yeah i'll take it thanks don't say that in front of the fruit guy you know so anyway i like how we're halfway done with an episode and i haven't told a single story go ahead tell us another one joe go i'm I'm wrapping up i'm wrapping up the story so basically Fruit guy, my parents leave my fruit guy's like, oh, is that your parents? I'm like, yeah. He's like, here's your fruit. And then I just walked <laughs> away. I, t- I told Richard, go, go to this fruit guy. He's hot and he's gay down the street. Richard's like, ooh, I want fruit all of a sudden. I don't know what happened with that. Like, do you, this is something that I would do, and I don't know if you're like this. Did you, did it cross your mind at all to like, go back to the car and just open grinder to see if he was right there? We did it at Richard's that, house. That- we did it at Richard's house. Okay, okay. But what was funny is I was, because Richard's like, well, just open Grindr and, and see if he's there. And I go, I don't have Grindr on my phone, which is true. And he goes, uh, oh, I have it on my phone. And I go, okay, we'll open it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then he, like, opened it. And then he was, like, fiddling with it for, like, my yeah, yeah. two or three minutes. <laughs> two or three minutes. He was, Which is, by the way, I'm like, I should have been like, bitch, I could just go on Instagram and see everything that's on yeah. there. If I want to see your dick, I'll just Instagram you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously. seriously. That's funny. Okay. So what's going on with you? Um, well, Joey, um, I have a I have a few stories. Um, so this woman from a local nonprofit, she's a, um, the executive director for a, an organization that I don't want to name, but it's another disease state. So let's just call it like the Lung Cancer Association. It's not lung cancer, but it's something like that. Okay. Like, uh, I don't, Joey, I don't want to name it. Why are you going to oh, make is guesses? It really, so is I it really? Say yes or no. Joey, it's none. No, no, but I'll cut it not. out. I'll cut it out. Oh, okay. All right. 
So a few months ago, I gave this lecture about like nonprofit health orgs using new media like YouTube and Twitter and stuff at Berkeley. We we talked about it on the show. And after I did that, she emailed me. She was in the class and she asked if we could do lunch because she was like, um, some of the things we do and some of the things you do overlap. And I think we could work together and like um, getting together and like having lunch would be a really good idea, whatever. So I told her I was out of town for a while. I was unable to like meet up. But when I get back, we'll do it. So. We scheduled lunch for this last Wednesday. And then on Tuesday morning, Joey, Tuesday morning, she emails and she was like, hey, can we actually do lunch today? Because I'm going to be near your office. And I was like, "Mm." oh, and she was like, and can we pick a place with better parking after we've had this plan in place for like weeks? I was like, what? I know. But Tuesday morning, I I had nothing planned for lunch. I could have totally done it. But I was just pissed that she like did that Tuesday morning I was like no Tuesday morning won't work um you know if Wednesday doesn't work just pick another day then and uh I picked a different place but parking is bad I I work next to a university parking is bad everywhere here there's no place with good parking so we rescheduled for this Friday and I work from home on Fridays but I was like you know what it's inconvenient but I'm gonna do it I will go into the uh meet her and we have lunch and Joey this entire lunch this woman told me stories about her organization and the structure. Oh, you already had the lunch. Yeah, it was this oh, last okay. Friday. Okay, okay, okay. So this entire time she's just talking about herself, not asking me any questions about us, not even saying like, oh, we could work together or anything. She was just like <sighs> talking to me. It, it was kind of like I was doing an episode of Catching Up where I'm like <sighs> telling a story and you then – beat me to the joke. She just kept bringing it back to herself. Um. The worst part, But what did, though, did she mention me, though? <laughs> no, but when I met her, she was like, you know, having lunch with you is like having lunch with a celebrity. Um, <laughs> did so, she really say that? No, no, oh. no, no. Because um, you, worst... are, you are like a diabetes celebrity. Yeah, she's not in the diabetes space, though. It's a different disease state. Oh. Um, but we – the worst part, part about this is Fridays are my laundry day, okay? So I usually work from home on Fridays. I get all my laundry done. It's my routine. It's what I do. So I, uh, after we eat lunch, I run home and I gather up my laundry and throw it in the machine. And then I go to check my text messages and I can't find my phone. So I start freaking out. Like, did I leave it in the restaurant? Did I have it on the way home? Which I remember checking the text on the way home. So I at least didn't leave it in the restaurant. Um, I'm freaking out that maybe I dropped it and didn't hear it, but I was listening to music on my headphones. I re- I remembered, so I had it pretty much all the way Did home. Did you use that you, that find my iPhone thing? No. Do you lesson, have that app? Yes, lesson learned. Shut up. And so I'm like getting on my computer and texting it from iMessage. Like, if anybody finds this phone, can you please call me or? But why did you go to find my iPhone? I didn't have the app on, Joey. I just said that. Oh, you. Oh I, oh, I didn't hear that. You have to, like, turn all the things on, and it's not on. But I'm, like, emptying out my backpack. I'm checking under my bed. I'm running downstairs, checking in the cushions, and, like, looking outside by the door. All these things. And my roommate, Ricardo, he notices the commotion. He's like, what are you – what's going on? And he calls my phone, and it was on silent. So it goes straight, straight to voicemail. I'm panicked. I'm like, somebody has my phone, and I'm freaking out. So cut Ricardo's, to Rod Kyle's posting all these Instagram photos. Why Rod Kyle? And so um, Ricardo's like, trace your steps. What did you? And I was like, nothing. All I walked in. 
I sorted my laundry. I put it in the washing machine. And he's like, oh, it's in the washing machine. And he turns <gasps> around and leaves. And I was like, do you think it's in the washing machine? So I go downstairs. Joey, the washing machine's been on for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. It's like, not only has it gone through a full rinse cycle, it's like gone through a full spin cycle as well. I open it up. Sure enough, my uh, iPhone is sitting at the bottom of the washing machine. It won't oh turn my on. God. It's dead. Um, luckily for me, though, I was t- I was due for an upgrade, so I just went to the Verizon store, um, gave them my firstborn, and but now you signed. can't uh, you can't get the iPhone six. Yeah, so I was due for an upgrade, so I thought I would try to hold out till September, but this kind of forced my hand. So I'm so I'm like. I need a phone though. Like I, I. There well, why don't you just call your insurance? Your, I'm sure the insurance you have. Yeah, but then I would have to pay a deductible, which would have been uh, close about the to same. Yeah, you're phone. right. So, um, and I got a good, really good deal on it, but still, it was just like so frustrating. And like, I'm so connected to my phone. Like when I was going to the Verizon store, I reached for my phone so I could see what time the bus came to get me to the Verizon store. And I was like, oh fuck, I don't have a phone. I would have cried. So, yeah, I was right. I was pretty close to crying so but it I can't got taken imagine care of you, very quickly i can't imagine you showing emotion um, have I you ever cried I'm... in your life shut up what have you cried over stop it joey what else is happening in la why won't you answer that question i cry a lot <gasps> do I think you that's... really do you cry yeah. in movies yeah like what's a movie that made you cry i will cry in any movie the new Transformers movie. You know, I'm going to tell you something. Did you see that video I posted on Facebook a couple of weeks ago about the... No, rest- I don't follow you. <laughs> I have you hidden. Do you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, about the wrestler and the yes. cancer kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was sobbing on that one. <laughs> I, you uh. know what? Web, like, It's like we want we want to like clean out our tear ducts or something. Isn't there times where you're just like... This is before yeah. you even click it. You're like, this is gonna tear me apart, and you're like, okay, let's like clear the table off so I have somewhere for the tears to fall. It's funny that you said that. Sometimes I feel too like, I feel like this way with like masturbating too. Sometimes you're like, I need a really, you know, I really just need to just drop a load, right? I feel the same <laughs> way with tears. Sometimes I feel like I just need, I just need to really cry, you okay. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually do both at the same time. I masturbate and then cry. <laughs> And, <laughs> I would imagine that for you, it was like yeah. you would masturbate then cry. <laughs> I do. I, I, at the same time, I'm coming and I'm sobbing. You know. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm actually saving. You can rent on even though it's in the theaters on video and demand. You can rent the Roger Ebert documentary Life Itself. Mm-hmm. And I've been saving it for a good. I feel I'm going to cry on that one. Totally. But, you, the, what's the funny Elaine, is, the Elaine Street Stretch documentary is on Netflix, and I threw it on, and I kind of it, I got weepy this last. I week. watched it like the day after she died. And I I didn't cry, but I know what you mean. Oh, I love it. You know what's it. funny? I love it. Maybe we'll post it this week when we post a show, because I know mm-hmm. where the video is. But there's this video of outtakes of Siskel and Ebert like cutting um, IDs for their show. Mike, it's like me and you. We are the new Siskel and Ebert. I swear to God, you got to watch this Wait, video. You can't tell if they hate each other or love each other. Like, it's like yeah, Mike, Mike, I'm gonna send you the video when we're done. You will cry <laughs> laughing at how much they're like us. Okay, okay. Well, um, what else is happening in LA? Well, after um, my little uh, escapade with the fruit guy, I was like, you know what? I haven't been on Grinder in a while. 
you know? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to turn on Grinder. Uh, I don't know why I do this. It's already off. It's already off all my devices. Okay. I actually talked to some people and I'm going to say one of them. I'm. Oh yeah. You text me about one of them, right? Yeah. We'll get to him in a second. But there's a guy, I have to confess something where I was a bad person, where I was the gay guy that I complain about. So there's this guy on Grinder. I see him. It's one of those faraway pictures, which I usually don't trust, but whatever, right? Okay. But I start talking to him, and in the faraway picture, he looks fine. I start talking to him, Mike, this guy is so fucking charming. He's so hilarious. You know, like I'm like laughing. I'm legitimately laughing at the things he's writing. Like we're just having yeah. a hilarious, great grinder conversation, which is as anyone who uses grinder would know, very rare. And then so finally I'm all like, I'm I'm really digging this guy. His name was Ryan, right? Like, I'm gonna uh, send me some more pics. Because they were far away. Yeah. Mike, this guy's fucking pics, man. It's not even he's not even a bad looking guy. But he was one of those, like, outrageous gays. So the first pick is, like, him in a Carmen Miranda hat with his mouth open <laughs> and, like, lipstick. Right? And a fake tan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyebrows and done. And then I was like, yeah. And I was like, uh. And the next one was him with, like, an avocado face mask on <laughs> and, like, a towel on his head. Again, like... <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like a towel wrapped around his head. Again, a cra- like he's on the Go-Go's cover or something. And again, cr- crazy-ass photos. There were no real photos from this person. They were all wacky, outrageous photos. Right. And I was like, I just stopped talking to him. I was like, I don't need to date an outrageous person. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the outrageous one. I'm right? the outrageous one. But yeah. I don't wear a Carmen Miranda hat, right? Mm-hmm. You don't? No, I would never wear a Carmen. No. Okay. No. I prefer... Um, a Shelley Long wig. Yeah, or like a yeah, exactly, or like a Kathy and Jimmy uh drag. Anyway So anyway, I just stopped talking to him. So what do you let's before before we go on to the next guy, what do you think that says about me? What do you think it says about gay men? What do you think it says about you? What what would you do in that situation? I I mean I would probably do the exact same thing. I would be polite about it. I mean there was a connection though, like you thought he was funny and all those things. You could be friends with him. Is that? But that's not what you're looking for. Is that what you're saying? Well, I didn't want it then. You know, I wasn't looking for it right then. I didn't, I, I didn't want. I don't need new friends. I have enough friends. You okay. know. Yeah. But uh, and also, I don't think I would even be friends with an outrageous person. You know, he seemed like the kind of person that would like wear yellow pants. Yeah. You know, or like a zoot suit. Like show up somewhere like a in a zoot suit. Yeah, like show up somewhere like in a purple zoot suit, like he's Paula Poundstone or something. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't i don't need that kind of friend i don't need the kind of friend like that yeah yeah uh, so i don't th- i don't think it makes him a bad person it just makes him not what you were looking for not what it's i was just not for. what you were looking for right okay next guy actually next guy let's let's do this just make it up that's what i do nobody cares no, no, i'm gonna i'm gonna send say you he something. works at the lung, ca- no. lung cancer association whatever so go to your i'm gonna bleep this out but go to your okay. instagram okay uh-huh. Cute. Really cute, right? Yeah. Like, the one in the jacket is cute. Oh, my God. This one's really cute. Yeah. So fucking stupid, but stupid and boring. How like, old is he? 
like 27 or something like that. Okay. Mike. So what? stupid. He just came out like two years ago. Okay. Right. That's a problem. Yeah, he has a picture with a dildo. Does he really wear it? Oh, no, it's, it's a douche. It's a douche. Did you see the picture oh. of him holding a douche? No, I didn't go down that far. Oh, well, there's a picture of him in a douche. Go ahead. Keep going. Anyway, Mike, so fucking stupid. I couldn't take it. Like, I was literally, I was dying to get off the phone. Dying to get off the phone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, can, can we talk about one point? I was talking about a documentary I saw, and I just said, I just mentioned the name Mick Jagger. And he mm-hmm. goes, you know what? Let me stop you right there. Who is that guy? Like, wait, well, what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. He goes, who's this Mick Jagger? He goes, and then the Adam Levine wrote that song about him. And I've been wondering who this guy is. And I was like, this is. <laughs> but he, I mean, he has a job that he retains information. Like, I know what his job is by looking at his Instagram. And he. Maybe just like he, but what's weird is he seems to be like culturally with it too. Like he posts a lot about movies and stuff. And he doesn't like, know who Mick Jagger is. That's do you think this guy's real? Yeah, I'm, well, this is a real person. Yeah, but do you think maybe he pointed to like another guy's? Um, like he's stealing. I'm him? not even joking. He just texted me right now. I shut up on my computer. Like, do you think no? He, like- he can't. He can't fake it. Or if he did, it's like very calculated. Because, like, you can't fake a post. You can't backdate posts. So, like, he has pictures in 2013, and they progress, and he ages. Do you know what I mean? Like, this would be, like, serious fucked up shit. Somebody would have to be, like, taking another Instagram per- user's pictures and posting them as his own. Oh, and wait, there's, there's way too many comments. There's a, movie one. there's a movie on one of them. Oh, play there's it. way too many comments. Because I know what he sounds like. Fake. Hold on. That's his voice. So, no, it's him. Mike, so fucking – because you're right. He looks smart in the pictures. Well, he has, like, a job that – He would need to be smart. Mike. Yeah. He's he's a – I shouldn't say. He's a he's – a, um, He has a medical background. Thank you yes, but, but he's applying to – oh, yeah, okay. He's applying to medical school. Yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't know who Mick Jagger is? Is so fucking boring? Is so stupid? That doesn't mean much. I mean, I – told you it was almost like a year ago this this weekend actually i was at a wedding in rochester with all those neuroscientists and they are like ridiculous smart ridiculously smart people and i was like having conversations with them about like the most simplest of like cultural references and they were like not understanding anything and Uh, some of it wasn't even like cultural reference it was like basic like literature stuff like i would say something about like the grapes of wrath and they were like um back to neuroscience i had to read him actually so i was ending the phone call yeah i was happy to i had to get off the phone i couldn't take him anywhere right and i go all right man well it was nice talking to you uh, maybe we'll grab coffee sometime with no intention of ever grabbing coffee with him. yeah and he goes all right that's fine but um just so you know uh it, it's just gonna be coffee you know it's just uh, it's uh uh, I don't. I don't like to rush into things or anything like that. Yeah. And I was like, "All right, listen here." I was like, "Of course, it's going to be coffee." He's all, oh, because oh, he said a lot of guys. I go to coffee with a lot of guys, and they think I'm going to get married to them right away. Okay. And I go, "Okay, I need to tell you how the world works." Yeah, of course, it's just coffee. I go, "I I, I know it's just coffee." You're 27. I go, "But uh, let me tell you this. Here's the problem with you." I said, "You're 
you have a, a you live in a world that's very skewed from the normal world because you're approachable hot. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is you're really hot, but it's in that approachable way. So well, gay it's like guys, nerd hot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so gay, like, you know, who I think is a perfect example of approachable hot is Paul Rudd, where you have all these ugly house frows who think that they could get Paul Rudd. Meanwhile, yeah. Paul Rudd was like a model. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's something about him that makes him seem like boy next door. Hot. Sure. Yeah. That yeah, you could yeah. Get That's him. a perfect way of explaining this guy. To, he, I mean, he even looks a little bit like Paul Rudd. Yeah, he does. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I would, you know, he called me last night because he goes, well, I'm going to go to the gym. Can I call you later? And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. He called me. I was like, I for, it's one of these things where you see the pictures. And you're like, he, no, he can't be that boring. Mike, I couldn't take it a second time. <laughs> he said, like, well, can't we just be friends? So do you think I should be friends with him? I told him. Well, I go, you can't afford any friends. I don't, ha- I don't have room for friends. My life is way too full of friends. I can't I have, have room for I have room for this friend. But I told him I go I go I I go I don't So wanna... as long as he doesn't wear a Carmen Miranda hat, yeah. you could deal with other yeah. things as uh-huh. long as he's hot to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, You'll I put go... up with flaws as long yeah. as he's hot to you. You yeah. will buy go... his shitty fruit. Well I told him, I go, I can't be friends with someone I want to fuck. He's like Are you sure? And I was like, Yeah. So I think it's the end of that. Cut to Cut to him down stories like Brandon and I were over here, and Brandon and I were over there. Brandon and I went to get tacos. <laughs> so, Joey, I have this story that I kind of wasn't – it's not on my notes. I forgot. I actually forgot about it until just right now. Um, the the On Sunday, I, I want to talk about the podcasting meetup that I did on Saturday, but on Sunday, real quick, for breakfast, uh, a high school friend of mine from Diamond Bar, California, actually. Oh, What? Um, yeah, he lives in L.A. now, but oh. he li- he had a nice house in Diamond Bar all through high school. Um, re- pretty wealthy family. Um, he was a really religious kid in high school. We reconnected um, like maybe two or three years ago on Facebook. And I always thought he was gay in high school. He came out to me on Facebook after we connected. Wait, I'll, I'll cut this out if you want or beep it out. Isn't this the one you fucked at some going away no. thing? No, oh. no. Fucked at a going away thing. Not going to fuck at a, a camp, band camp or something. Oh no 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 no. Oh. Um, this was a. Can this I was keep a, that in now though? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. This um, he was a band friend, but he was like really religious, and so he messaged me a couple years ago, and he's like, "Hey Mike, I see you're gay, and I'm gay, and um, did you ever suspect?" And I was like, "Yep, always." And we we've had a few conversations. He's still very. Yeah, were you like? Were you like? Uh, when you deep throated the trombone, we kind of all knew. <laughs> no, he played flute. So there you go. <laughs> That's when we all knew. Yeah. But he um he uh uh came out, but he's still really religious. And to him, he said like the text of the Bible is very clear. And I was like, uh, and the feelings you're having are also very clear. Like, what? I don't really understand this. So we met up. Uh, for breakfast, Joey, this guy is 35 years old, celibate, never, he's never had sex because he's a homosexual. He knows he's a homosexual, but God, to him, to him, in his opinion, God said that he should not have gay sex. So he has a very good job in LA. I'm not going to say what it is on here because he, I mean, he's very, he won't even talk about his job on like his Facebook page. He's like really scared it's kind of a political sort of job he works for fleshlight 
<laughs> he does gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he um he has a kind of political job, so he doesn't talk about it a lot. So I don't want to. That's his. Wait, tell me though. I'll take it out. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Um, and so he, um, why would the fuck would they care? Um, I, he he just doesn't want his personal life oh, at okay. all. So all right. like it's all just right. personal life and mixed yeah. all together. Sure. Um. And, uh, like, the people he works with and stuff, he's just afraid of, like, his information. I don't know. Whatever. But he um, uh, is going to quit his great job because he wants to go to seminary school to be a priest. A Catholic priest? No. He wants to be... Um, a deacon. A, no. He it's he doesn't go to Catholic church anymore. Oh. He goes now to... Um, is Protestant close to that? Well, Protestant's just a whole big thing. I mean, just I mean, I think I wonder if you can just be Protestant. I don't know. I don't know. He's going to a church, a church that like they have other like gays in in the church. And, oh, like, oh, oh! You know what? It's was he? Did he used to be Catholic? Yeah. Oh, it's Episcopal. Oh, Episcopal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and those those priests can marry and yeah, and they can be whatever. gay and yeah, and they can even be women, right? Yeah. So that's what I mean. He's kind of on the more progressive side. He feels that the Episcopal Paleon church is a bit too liberal and progressive and he would like to be a conservative episcopalian priest but it was the most fascinating thing because i sat down we had conversation i knew we were going to get into this and i was like when i'm talking to him this man is like smart he's a smart man and then he tells me the stupidest thing ever that well i'm gay but god doesn't want me to be it just blew my mind that like, I could not reconcile those two things. Now, do you, uh, speaking of blowing your mind, did he blow you later? <laughs> no, nothing like that at all. We just had a really good conversation. I mean, we haven't been in the same room for 13 years. Like, it's been a really long time. So, just kind of caught up and whatever. He comes to the Bay Area a lot because, well, he went to Cal Berkeley. So, he has, like, friends up in this area. And so, um, he comes up frequently. So, we'll we'll hang out again, but was fascinating. Interesting. So, um, I wanted to tell you that, but I also want to tell you, I had uh, this podcasters meetup this weekend. So Mark and Ed from Albuquerque were in town. They're vacationing in San Francisco. They're from the um, It's All About Me podcast. And they're celebrating their 13-year anniversary today, mm-hmm. actually. So happy oh. anniversary, um, if they're listening. Um, they we met listen. up with them. We drove down to San Jose. Um, Ed listens, actually. We drove down to San Jose where we met Blind Guy Jay and Tom V at Christina's house. They're listeners. And we met Christina, Bob, and uh, Michael, who we haven't talked about on the show, but he's a, a podcast listener as well. Christina is from the show uh, Greetings from Nowhere. Yeah, and Bob's her husband. So we all caravaned down to Monterey, where we met up with Scott from the Sage Fair podcast. And when we went there, when we got there, we went to the aquarium and ate some dinner does and anybody go, this is the dawning of the age of aquarium? Anyone ever do that joke? No. The, we did see, like, the aquarium puts on a musical, Joey. Mm-hmm. Like a, it's like a stage show, but they don't have a stage. And it was kind of like a is it rip-off. Is like upbeat musical? Or is it like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was upbeat, but it, like, had an environmental moral on how we have to save the ocean. And it was kind of like a rip-off of the, like, Ju- Julie Taymor puppets from Lion King. Like, they were, like, fish. It was, like, a woman dancing with a head mic, and she was, like, you know, had this like, puppet of a fish. Save the ocean, save your life, fishes and whales. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Manatees too. Yep. It was called the Shark King. Every day when you eat a fish. <laughs> so after the aquarium and dinner and everything, we went to uh, see Scott. He does like community theater out there. And we did. We went and saw one of his shows. It was called Hello Broadway. It was a Broadway review. Oh, how was it? Joey, I enjoyed it, but I am a Broadway musical fan. Mm-hmm. So sitting down and they're like, and the next song is from Carousel. I'm like, yes, I haven't seen this. Anybody seen this live? Is that you know the one I mean? that has like the it has like a random ass song like My Boy Bill or something like that? I don't know My Boy Bill. <laughs> I don't know. I just made but that up. I think it's I enjoyed like it. The theater, though, was hot. It was, like, oh, sweaty was a, hot in there. Oh. It was blah. We were also the youngest people by, like, 50 years. Oh, God. And so we're we're watching them do, like, songs from Carousel and Man of La Mancha. And I'm, I was like, if you don't like musicals, you are hating this right now. Like, it wasn't all well, Wicked you're at a musical. in Chicago. Yeah, but, like, a Broadway review. There's a difference between, like, Wicked and Man of La Mancha. Wouldn't it be right? funny if they did like random, like random ass music, like high button shoes, like random ass musicals? That like what? <laughs> they did actually a, some pretty obscure stuff that like not incredibly accessible stuff, like um, just just some really like heavy pal Joey, my pal Joe, pal Joey or something. Yeah, like, yeah. like heavier stuff. And, oh, heavier stuff. Well, I just mean like heavy vocal. Um, there was like a woman from the local. Um, opera that came in and like guessed uh, it on some of opera them. Does musical theater. She did good. She did get some good stuff though. Um, Scott, what did she sing? sing? A, I don't know. Scott sang a really kick-ass version of Mr. Cellophane from Chicago, um, and it was really good. But Joey, the script for this show was awful, awful. And Scott might be listening, and I'm sorry, Scott, but it was awful. He didn't write it, but it was awful. Um, like in between songs, okay. They'll give like a brief history of a song or something, but then, okay, this is like an exact quote, okay? Uh, a woman comes out and she's like, Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote a plethora of hit songs. And then, for no reason, a light comes up uh, upstage and Scott's standing there and he's all, and he says, um, a plethora? And then the light goes down and then the woman's like, Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote a lot of hit songs. What? I don't even get the joke. I have uh-huh. no idea what the fucking joke was. But, like, nobody was laughing. The best part of the show, um, of the script, was when the actors were forgetting their lines. Like, when they were ad-libbing, it was funny. But it was just it was just awful. Did uh, the old I, people like it? I don't know. It was just, the script was just so bad. At certain points in the show, uh, Blind Guy Jay has a seeing eye dog. The dog was trying to get up and go. He was like, yeah, the I, can't, See ya. I can't handle this. <laughs> was it during Cats? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, it, it just like was a little bit painful, but the music was really good. So at least they had that because if you go into a Broadway review and the music is bad, then you're like, why are you guys even doing this? Um, but so that was my time in uh, in. Uh, Monterey and hanging out with all the podcasters. It was a lot of fun. We talked a lot of podcasting shit mm-hmm. uh, over dinner. All of we we agreed what we said at that table stays at the table. But it was kind of just like being in um, high school again, but in a good way. So, what else with you? Any other stories? No, 
I think we're going to break the... Oh, you know what? I do. Since, you know, since we're breaking the record anyway, let me just update. An update from uh, last week. Do you remember I went to that Asian girl's house and I taught yeah. her? Yeah. Okay, so this time I had good socks. I had my Crocs, <laughs> right? And and the weather was cooler, so I was, like, stoked. I get there. The, the, the AC's on. No. It's, like, freezing. The window's closed. And okay. they're baking cookies. So it was hot in there? It was super hot, and that was really hot. And then they gave me, they like, oh, eat the cookies. We made some cookies. Maybe the worst cookies I've ever had in my entire life. Really? Horrible. Horrible cookies. Horrible. You hate these people. I don't. No, I actually really like them. Mm. But I was um, so hot in there. So any news stories from L.A. you want to talk about? We're, Mike, this is, a this long is, episode this is usually when we end the show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, this is going to be a weird transition. So let's just be, pre- let's be prepared for a jolting transition because we're talking about, you know, funny things here and lighthearted stuff. But a San Diego boy committed suicide after a video of him masturbating went viral. No. How did it get out? Uh, okay, so here's the story. So I guess he was in class, right? He was on, like, uh-huh. the wrestling team, the water polo team. Just give me some biographical shit. And he's in class, and he was full, He was fucking around. So the teacher kicked him out of class and sent him to the principal's office. But I guess he didn't know where to go. I, they don't know what happened, right? But um, he goes to the bathroom. And this is, this is kind of sketch here. So another kid goes in the bathroom, uh, and I don't know why, but peeked over the stall. And saw him um, jerking off. So he filmed it with his phone and then put it on the internet. And so all the kids saw it. So in November, the kid's name is Matthew Burdett, by the way. He was 14 years old. In November, uh, during the Thanksgiving holiday, him, him and his family, he and his family went to a cabin. And while he and his family were at the cabin uh, for Thanksgiving, he uh, killed himself. So uh, uh, he left behind a suicide note. It said that he couldn't handle school and he had no friends now. Um, The parents, Timothy and Barbara Burdett, uh, filed a $1 million lawsuit against San Diego Unified because they said their claim is that the employees knew about this, the bullying, and did nothing. And uh, so uh, the school's obviously like, well, what, what, you know, I, this story makes me so sad. I think that, like, I don't know what's suing going to accomplish. Like, what's just, what? What's suing going to accomplish? Look, it won't bring back the life of the child. No, but it'll be like a million dollars richer. Up. Yeah, I don't know. But what so you, will the lawyers. What do you think about this bullying? Were you ever bullied in high school? Yeah, nothing that's awful. I mean, I was. You were? Yeah, I got called fag a lot. You were? Yeah, mostly in like um, eighth grade. I moved schools in eighth grade. Because of the bullying? No, no, no. Like when I moved schools, like I went from being like fairly confident in where I was at in the social structure of my middle school. And then I moved and it kind of changed drastically. Um, I didn't fit in in the same way, but like the, the kids I went to seventh grade with were the kids I knew from since elementary, since like kindergarten. And then the kids, when I moved to eighth grade, I was like lower on the totem pole. So, Hmm. so high school was rough for you. And yeah, towards the end of high school, it got much better. I found my place, but I mean, I found my place among like the show choir kids and the band geeks and the drama nerds, but like, I, 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 it became more comfortable. Were you like Kurt on Glee? 
No. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Did you get bullied at all? Um, I never it's weird. I never technically got bullied. I could have been I went to I was so I was I was very like I wouldn't say cool kid, but I was always fine in grade school. Yeah. And well, what's I, the difference between bullying and teasing? Cuz I got teased, I feel like. It wasn't like relentless. It wasn't like one person doing something to me. It was just like I don't know. I don't want to like downplay, but it was like you know, macho guys calling me a faggot. Like that's not well, is that bullying? Or I don't is know. Name calling? I don't know. I don't know. I think this is kind of part of high school. But, you know, I went to an all-boys private high school. And, you know, a lot of people, for some reason, who don't go to the high school always give, like, the gay sort of stigma in that. Like, which I always love that they're going to like, oh, did you go? Did you go to Servite because you were gay? And I was like, yeah, that's right, fucker. I was, <laughs> I was 14 years old. And, and I, I sa- made life decisions for yeah. myself at and that I time. And I sat my parents down and I said, look, guys, <laughs> instead of uh, going to a public high school for free, I'm going to need a lot of dick. Yeah. So uh, I need you to pe- pony up some tuition money because I need double the dick. It's a public yeah. public school is not going to have enough dick for me. In the long run, you guys will save on gas money and it'll be good for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to yeah, be yeah. sucking a lot of dick in high school. So could you please pay for that? So anyway... Uh, no, so Servite, where I went to high school, was uh, very, very jockocracy, if you will. It's actually hyper-masculine. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was a sophomore, I was friends with the one black guy in the school. And he and I were friends, and we were eating lunch. And for some reason, I don't know why, it was completely unprovoked. We were sitting down, minding our own business. Some fucking jackass, who, by the way, is now a teacher at the school walked up to him and smashed a banana in his face and said, eat this monkey. Whoa. And then they got in a fight. And of course the black kid got suspended with the white kid. I don't know why that, what the logic was on that. And so from that point on, um, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. And I just removed myself from the situation. I extricated myself. And so me and all my nerdy friends would just uh, eat lunch in the library and hang out with the librarian (laughs) and talk about like, nerdy shit but so in other words i i kind of isolated myself i i uh i, I didn't really I, did, I didn't give him a chance to bully me yeah uh that makes sense back to this like masturbating kid though i just feel this makes me feel awful because every every boy at that school masturbates right so like well, this is just like sexual shame just kind of has brought us to this point like have you ever been that fucking horny that you had a beat off at school well not at school no 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 but he was bored i mean like he got sent out of class and he's just like whatever and what am i gonna do i don't think he did it because he was like he couldn't resist Mm -hmm. right i don't know but i really do think that like sexual shame has led us to this because if we lived in a sex positive culture people would be like oh he masturbated in the bathroom haha he masturbated in the bathroom not he masturbated do you know what I mean? Like the emphasis is on the masturbation, not on the, I don't know. It's just not a shameful thing is what I'm saying. Well, it's a really sad story. And they arrested the kid that filmed it, right? Well, they're, yeah, they're thinking about bringing charges against him. They don't know yet for um, distributing child pornography. Right. Or, Which is it, like such a complicated thing. Like if a eight, if a 16-year-old kid texts a dick pic to another 16-year-old, that kid now has sex uh gay porn or 
has child porn on his phone, right? Which is illegal. And I wonder if he has to be a registered sex offender. See, that's why that's why the registered sex offender shit, I don't know if that's the case, is so retarded, though. Yeah. Do you think kids committed suicide like this, like, 50 years ago? Like, bullying-led... Or do you think this is like cyberbullying leads no, to no. this kind of stuff? No, no, no. I think – well, I th- here's the – no, I actually do know about this because um, Emily Bazelon has written about this. That in the old days before cyberbullying, the bullying took place, but it only took place from like 8 to 2 at school. And then there was sort of a safe haven at home. And now with cyberbullying, uh, it follows yeah, yeah. them. It follows them wherever they go. They right. go home and they're still being bullied. They don't even have that safe place. That makes so, sense, yeah. It's a little more intense now. Sure. It's a, mm. it's one of these things where, like, I, I said this before on the show, I am so fucking glad I am not a, a teenager right now. You know, it must be so hard. But you would have access to all the guys you find attractive. <laughs> oh, I know. They would be all fucking... I would find out how stupid and boring they are much faster. Um. So, Joe, up here in San Francisco airport, this 53-year-old creepy dude named Eric Slighton, was hanging out near the TSA security checkpoint. and it was This was this past week. And he was luring women into some sort of, like, private TSA booth where they, like, frisk people. And he was telling them he needed to pat them down. He was arrested for public drunkenness. He was wearing, like, the blue latex gloves that... Like, the ones that TSA agents wear, like, the blue gloves. Reportedly, there were two victims that were tricked by this guy. But I don't know. What do you get out of frisking somebody? I feel like... Especially a woman. Like I guess I could see if you were... Was it two men that he frisked or was it women? No, women. He frisked women. What would you get? I don't understand that. Like the Even men. Like You think of the hottest guy in the world and I get to pat him down? That's boring. I would rather find a well, willing average looking guy on grinder and do something you're right no I, i'm agreeing with you i'm just trying to find the i'm trying to find the logic here because at least if you're patting down a hot guy you get to fill his dick you can do like well, whoops you know he gets uh, to fill her boobies and stuff what's so great what maybe i'm being gay what's so fucking great about that well if i mean it's has nothing if he's a booby person or if he's a butt person he gets to touch those things but you get to see, you can see how big the boobs are I guess I would yeah. want to find out how big the guy is. I don't know. Like, and he, with he was you, arrested I would for... have to like squeeze your like calf and be like, yeah, Whoa. I took it into my sock. Yeah. So I just he was arrested for public drunkenness, and I feel like when I'm drunk, I never have ideas like this. When I'm drunk, Mike, I'm like, you were what drunk can at Pride I 48, eat? and you whipped your dick out in front of everyone at Pride 48. No, I did not. Uh, um, no, I did not. Nope. 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 A couple people saw my dick, and that was because I was urinating, and they stood in a place where they could see it. It's not like I was showing it to people. All right. But my point is, I've been drunk, and I never have, like, schemes like this. When I'm drunk, I'm like, where can I get something to eat, and then where can I sleep? That's it. That's all I think about. Do you think it's because this guy was? But that's that's a lot to do when you're drunk. I, when I'm drunk, and if I'm if even I'm gonna do something like this, I'm not like, okay, everybody, here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm gonna get myself some blue latex gloves, right? You know, and he's he's drunk. So if he's getting arrested for this, he was drunk enough to know better, or he was drunk enough. His defense is he was too drunk to know. 
But he was drunk enough to trick these women. I don't know. No, this guy. This guy's doing what people. It's like what straight guys do after they get a blowjob from a gay guy. They're like, "Oh, what? I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh my gosh!" You're like, "No, you weren't. You knew exactly what you were doing, and you're using the alcohol to to give a pass to yourself and to others." Yeah. No. Dumb. Should we uh, move on to what we're doing next week, or do you want to do one more news story? Let's that, fucking do a long-ass show. What do we care? Uh, people complain. People are weird Who? about that. Scott. Yeah. Scott the Seder. What else go in, L- in Go LA? sing a song. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, okay, so get this. In Palm Springs, uh, an Airbnb guest is refusing to leave. He's do- oh, shit. He's doing <laughs> squatters rights. So here's a okay. story. This guest, no, no. Real quick, what do you, should we say? What Airbnb is? Oh yeah, explain what Airbnb is. Um, uh, it's like a bread and breakfast sort of thing. I don't, Joey. I don't know. I mean, I know what it it's is. It's basically but... like a hotel, but instead of you just rent directly from the, it's it's like uh, like an internet marketplace, but like you could rent out your house. It's like Uber, but for a place to sleep instead of a car ride. Like yeah. real people offer up an empty room that they have. Yeah, and they charge it like they would a hotel. In fact, that's actually yeah. what the argument people have brought up against this case. So this Airbnb guest, a woman had a house in Palm Springs, and he rented. He said, "I'm going to rent it for six weeks." But he he's paid- from San Francisco. Thirty-nine year old Corey. Oh, they already Shongle. know his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey oh. Shango from San Francisco. The owner or the rent the renter. Oh, maybe it is the owner. Yeah, because all- I'm sorry, I should stop interrupting. Go on, go on, go on. As far as the renter, all they know is his name is Maxim. Okay. And he he and his brother pay 30 days up front. Okay. Now, two days in, they're like, oh, we don't like this place. We want our money back. And Corey contacts Airbnb, who's like, "Um, well, this is kind of weird. Because Corey's like, I'll just give him his money back. And they're like, I don't know. Just let him stay the whole time. So Corey lets him stay. But then as the 30 days get closer, the guy doesn't pay any more money. And then he says he's not going to leave. Uh, he gets a lawyer and shit, and uh, he's claiming squatters' rights because I guess in California, if you're there, if you're somewhere for thirty days, Corey now has to evict him, and it's going to cost him like five thousand dollars. He needs to get a lawyer. It could take as long as six months, and so the people are saying this guy knew exactly what he was doing. He was like, "I'm going to rent this place for thirty days. I'm going to have a place for like six months for free," and um. Uh, so that's the situation, and the, the the story is also about how Airbnb is going completely just useless during this. But in bringing up, um, you know, the thing, the uh, the the controversy about Airbnb is people have said like, well, this is why you regulate uh, this kind of commerce because if if they were actually being regulated like a hotel, which is essentially what Airbnb is doing, because Airbnb is like, don't regulate us. We're not a hotel. We're just an internet business. It's pretty We're sharing. These are people sharing their space. Yeah. The, right. That this kind of stuff can happen. But if in a hotel, there's different laws and regulations where they can just kick this guy out. Right. And so I'm not saying I, I don't know which side is right or which side is wrong. Cause I actually do like the idea that we're bypassing these, uh, fat cats in the hotel business. But, uh, yeah, so I yeah. uh, want to know your opinion on this. It's complicated. I really do feel like our squatters' rights are – it's a legitimate law. This is a weird loophole, but, like, we don't want landlords to be able to deny that they, like, intended to rent to somebody and just, like, kick them out on a whim, right? So, like, I feel like renters should be protected, Um 
but maybe maybe what you said about how Airbnb uh, existing as like a shared space instead of like a hotel room the way it really is, maybe that's that's the problem. Here's a deal. Here's a solution. If this guy wants to be an asshole like this, I'm Mexican. I'm going to get two of my cousins, my big fucking Mexican cousins. I'm going to send them down to Palm Springs to this guy's house and just beat the shit out of him. And then he'll leave. If, yeah. you, if he wants to play that fucking game, I'll play that fucking game. Granted, they would know it's me, but that's what I, I don't. Do. I don't think that the 30-day nonsense is um, that weird. Like, it's not like, oh, those crazy California. I think that's per- similar in a lot of states. It's not just here, but... I don't know. I don't know. And in the story, they made it seem to be like it was like a. Well, they're like in California. This is the law. I don't know. They said it was particular to. California. I'm not sure if it's every state, but I think it's a lot of them. But I don't know. Like if this was a hotel, and their time was up, their time was up, and they'd be gone, and there would be no question. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't go to the police. I wouldn't go to Airbnb. I would just send my cousins. And you know who I'm talking about. I'm, they know who I'm talking about. They're there for me when I need them. And mm-hmm. it wouldn't be Richard, by the way. Richard would just read them like i don't like your shoes now i have cousins who would go there and kick their ass have you ever done an airbnb no but when i go to the bay area i want to do a airbnb okay richard just used it in san francisco and loved it he stayed in hayes valley where's that at in san francisco he said it was really nice it seemed like a pretty reasonable rate san francisco is small so like everywhere you stay is going to be close to everything you need to see does that make sense it's going to be close to you so I can see you? Yeah, if it's close to BART, I'm, I'll be no more than 15 minutes away. Mm. Um, what's Any other news stories there in San Francisco in the Bay Area? Well, there's this one. Uh, you should stay next to this place when you come. There's a corner store um, in – this is like kind of near the Tenderloin. It's a, a store called the Western Edition. It's like a little liquor store market thing. And this family was outside, a mom, a dad, and an eight-year-old kid. They were outside uh, selling candy bars for a school fundraiser. Sold. Selling candy at, bars? I like it. At 1.45 p.m. last Monday, the parents went inside the store. They left the eight-year-old outside to continue selling candy. Oh, no. This doesn't sound good. A woman approached, and she asked if she could make change for the bus. And the little girl said no. And then the woman grabbed her arm and stole all of the money. <gasps> I know, from an eight-year-old. She should just have uh, given her the change. <laughs> but what's funny, I, they don't think she was actually asking for change because a few minutes before this, she was in the gr- the liquor store trying to buy a beer. They said a dollar forty-five beer. I don't. Would that be a can of beer? Yeah, like yeah. Even a you can, can of beer is more than a dollar. You can 45. buy some a shitty can of beer for a dollar forty-five. So she was trying to buy a dollar forty-five can of beer and couldn't. Um, and they turned her away. So maybe the whole bus thing was just a scam. Uh, they don't say how much money she got away with, but she didn't take any of the candy, which is funny to me. Because fam- f- fundraising candy is always shit candy. Oh, it's isn't the worst it? candy. That- it's gross, and it's more Ugh. expensive than the candy she could have bought in the store. expensive, and it's that shit, just random bar of shit chocolate. It's awful. It has, like, white residue on the outside of it. I'm not kidding when I say this. I want to have a California proposition that makes it illegal to to, for organizations like schools and churches to have kids sell this shit, like magazines and candy. Thank you. When I was in high school, we uh, were raising money for a drama trip, and there was, like, some school 
um, like drama, coincidentally drama, but there was some school, like something happened. I don't even remember what, like some group, not even us, some group was selling like food and they got, it got out of hand. So they were like, um, no clubs are ever allowed to sell candy on campus or food of any kind. It's just against the rules now. And so for drama, we had already purchased all the stuff at like Costco and we were ready to sell candy at lunch. So we also, we went and bought like a package of napkins. And so we sold napkins for like two bucks and they came with a free candy bar. Oh, that's smart. But I, we, I don't mind if you sell it in the school. I just don't want you over at the, the local supermarket bugging me. With like the puppy dog eyes. Yeah, like, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm going to tell you something. When I was in high school, they used to make us sell magazines and they'd take yeah. us into the auditorium and they'd play this video and be like that Van Halen song, like, right now. And it would be like about how we could make all this money selling magazines and win prizes yeah. to Hawaii. Here's the yeah. fucking thing. This kid at our school, Johnny Polera, his dad was a, a postman who walked, you know, walked some beat. And so he would, he would, he, they knew him. In, they would say hi to him in the audience because Johnny Polaris' dad would like beat everyone by a million miles because he would get everybody on his uh, route to buy their magazines from him, and yeah. he would he would go to Hawaii every year, basically like a free trip to Hawaii. Like the the magazine guy every year would high five Johnny Polaris. He would give he would just hand Johnny Polaris five hundred dollars right there. Like fuck this. <laughs> and Johnny Polaris was nice, but his dumb post office dad had never had a chance to win this magazine. Selling it sounds like digest a, to my uncle. Sounds like a conflict. Like, does the post office really let you sell stuff while you're? I don't know. That was this was a long time ago. Who knows? Yeah. Um. What else? Any other things that we should talk about? Did you do two news stories? I did two news stories. Did you do new? Oh, good. Did you do two? Yeah, news yeah, stories? yeah. What's going on uh, next week? Mike Lawson, we're seeing each other next week. We are. Or this weekend? Aren't you coming to Los Angeles? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, it's Mario's birthday, so I he's never been to Disneyland. So we're gonna drive down on Friday. Uh, we're returning Monday. I should be like, we're like doing all Disney stuff. I should be really annoying and then like like after breakfast is done, going like, can I go to Disneyland with you guys? You can. No. Do you want to? No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> no. We're like doing all the touristy stuff. Disney so. in July sounds awful. Disney, yeah. ugh, awful, 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 awful. Um, if you want to follow the journey, it's, we're using hashtag Mario, Mario meets Mickey. There's going to be pictures, and we, I got T-shirts made. It's a big deal. So, um, on a, I, I do want to take a weird. Oh, wait, let's do this first. Um, guys, I'm doing a plug for uh, Pride 48. It's coming up in Las Vegas in September. Um, do you have the actual dates, Mike? It's like September 19th, 20th, or something like that. Anyway, you can go to pride48.com if you want to go see a bunch of these podcasts live done in front of you. If, if you are dying to see what Joey Boohecker from Cocktails and Cream Puffs looks like and Wendy Cameron and Donna Sugars, this is the place you want to go see it. If you want to see what uh, Seder, was Scott going this year? No. Oh, so you won't see Scott. That's more. That's actually more of an incentive to go to Vegas. <laughs> Scott won't be there. Okay. But if you want to see R.C. Martinez, if you want to see uh, R.T. Cruiser, all these people we talk about on the show, if you want to see them, they're going to be in Las Vegas this year, Pride 48. Mike and I are doing a live show. Mike's also doing, correct, a live What Some Would Call Lies episode? Yeah. Is that correct, Mike? Are you going to call it What Some Would Call Live? 
Oh, that's a good. That's good. No, but no. Oh, uh, it's gonna be good. I've already started writing. It's gonna be a full hour of what some will call lies. Oh, so. God. That's when I hit the casino floor. By the way, guys, I went to this casino with Mike Lawson. I'm calling him the cooler from now on. I'm not taking him to the floor with me. I lost $200 in 10 minutes. <laughs> that wasn't this, my fault. With this guy sitting next to me. The casino should hire him to stand next to people. So, so anyway. And they should hire you to teach people how to play craps. Holy shit, you were bad at it. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, listen to this. Uh, we're going to be there live. It's a lot of fun. You get to hang out with me and Mike Lawson. And um, Mike, as you heard, Mike Lawson whips out his penis. There's special room rates right now at the Excalibur Hotel that you can get really, really good. I think like the first couple of nights are just $40 each night. and uh, But you have to book it by August 1st. So there's that commercial. If you want to go to Las Vegas, if you want to see podcasts live, if you want to see our podcast live, go to pride48.com. All the information is there for Las Vegas trip. Now, on a side note, I know that the show isn't long enough. I think, and I'm sure Mike's going to join in with me on this. We want to send our condolences out to a fellow podcaster, Ricky Burton from the Foul Monkeys podcast. Uh, his mother passed away. And I think I want to take some time to uh, say, give my condolences. Um, I do want to say, Mike, though, I feel badly because I didn't know this until today. And I was listening to their show over the weekend. And they were, uh, Ricky in particular, was spreading misinformation about Mexican food. So I called into the voicemail and left like a bitchy voicemail message about, about Ricky and his misinformation about Mexican food. I didn't know his mom had passed away. Well, I mean, that's he will start doing his show again when he's ready to start doing his show again. And then your bitchy voicemail will be waiting for him. I don't don't feel too bad about it. No, I know you're right, but I'm sure it's gonna make me still sound like an asshole. The, the, the one time I call into a show and I, I sound like an asshole. So yeah. that so so our uh, love goes out to Ricky Burton. Uh, totally. Make sure to go to uh, pride48.com about Las Vegas. I don't know how that ties into that, but um, yeah, that's it. Mike Lawson. What our long? This might be our longest show ever. Well, we might edit some of it down. There were a few really shitty stories you told. Probably takes out a half an hour. Cut to you're like, oh, it's only forty five minutes long. It's only me. All right. That's what did I eat? I just burped in my like into my microphone and it like smells like you know food what? I, I I haven't eaten in weeks. I'm going to tell you something. I bought a bl- Have you seen that blue pop filter? The one that they make, it's like kind of fancy. Uh-uh. Oh, I bought a blue pop filter, it is fancy, but here's the thing with it. Cuz like a metal screen and stuff like that. I can smell my spit. Like it's sm- yeah, it smells. I will like um drink coffee or whatever and then record a show and then my pop filter smells like coffee for a week yeah maybe i oh i god i hope i don't eat ass or anything like that before we do a show are there any other like really just boring things that most people couldn't relate to that we should talk about to make this long episode oh most people don't just talk into a pop filter all day (laughs) um okay goodbye joe Go to hell, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. 
or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um